0: Welcome to the Real Construction Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Ledford, and today we have a very special guest, N.C. Viljanen, who will share some success tips on the public adjuster realm as a public adjuster. If you're a contractor or an investor, you might be thinking to yourself, why would I want to listen to a public adjuster? Well, you won't want to miss this episode because we're going to discuss how he's built a thriving company and the right culture. This podcast is brought to you by Federal Construction University, our course for contractors and entrepreneurs, teaching you exactly how to build wealth by winning highly profitable federal construction projects all over America or even in your backyard. By enrolling, you'll have unlimited access to all of our programs. We'll give you a, a series of videos. We'll give you weekly calls. That's a high-end mastermind. Plus, you get classes that were created by other government contractors that I personally invested over a $100,000 to learn and I just hand it to you. So if you're interested in taking advantage of this six day free training, the link in the comment is below for that. We also have a new book titled Federal Construction Contract Simplified where it's 80% off and the description is down below. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button So let's dive right into our podcast with N.C. Viljaden. Welcome to the Real Construction Owners podcast, where we interview real construction owners and the service providers who help us succeed at a high level. Today, we have a special guest, N.C. Viljaden, the owner of Ironside Claims. He's a nationwide public adjuster that helps contractors get their insurance claims to the finish line, helps homeowners, I should say, and helps contractors make more profits. With that being said, we're going to be covering the insurance industry. We're going to be covering parallel referral partners and the benefits of them, as well as public adjusting and how it can help you increase your bottom line. Let's go. What's up, Anthony? How you doing, brother?
1: Hey, I'm doing good, man. Uh, it's uh, it's new year, uh, new plans,
0: new habits. Uh, you know, I'm ready to go. Let's do this, man. I love to hear that. So before we dive into the goods, I would like to know your story. I know you have an interesting story about you used to be on the other side.
1: Yeah, right. right. I mean, shoot, uh, there, there's, there's a lot to the story. It's just how even I got into the country. Uh, I've been in the country only for eight years at this point. There was my wife had cancer. Uh, I got put in ice. You know, I, I spent a, a good moment in, in, in jail. Uh, because our immigration consult was not that great, but we're not even going to get into all that. <laughs> In the insurance industry, uh, you know, Hurricane Harvey hits, and I'm I'm sure Justin, uh, you you guys did a a lot of business uh, because of Hurricane Harvey. I was at the time driving a limo, and I'm at my boss's house, and I see, you know you know, the water all the way up to the freeway signs. And I, I had heard about this industry insurance, independent insurance adjusters and that there's good money in it and, and whatever. So I, I found a podcast just like any good millennial would. I hit up the, I listened to all of that podcast and I hit up the owner of the podcast and he goes, Hey, you know, it's a Thursday, come here on Monday. You know, I, I've got a job for you. i got, over that weekend, I got 80 new claims. Like I don't even know what adjusting is at this point, which by the way, when you're dealing with insurance claims, that's a lot of times the dude that comes to your house, he's a dude who just got the job and do not know. They got a you know nice shiny tool belt and they got a clipboard and they don't know what the heck they're doing. So that was me, but fortunately I had really, really good mentors, uh, made a name for myself, picked it up very, very quickly. And, uh, you know, soon enough, I'm I'm running 700 claims a year working for the insurance companies uh, locally uh, here in L.A. where I'm based out of. At some point, I come to realize that uh, we should all be concerned for the client. And, uh, you know, the insurance companies, because there's a little bit of a trust issue sometimes. Uh, insurance companies, they don't trust that the, the money that is being allocated goes in the right place so they kind of tighten the belt and then you know because public adjusters roofers contractors homeowners they don't trust that they're gonna get uh you know treat it right you know they're gonna shine thing you know shine up the turd a little bit and uh you know uh trying to trying to get more so um i realized that there's sort of two sides to the industry right and uh, a mentor of mine said well it says you know there's not necessarily dark side a light side you know, it just depends on where you put the light. And at the end of the day, it's it's the client that matters. And and what I discovered is, well, maybe my skill set is better suited to be on the uh, you know on the customer side. You know, there was a particular uh, AAA claim I I uh, worked uh, where somebody's bottom cabinets get wiped out. You know, and it's it, this kitchen was not even built out of particle board; it was out of MDF, and it had just a laminate sticker over. I didn't bat an eyelid. I paid for the whole kitchen, and I get a manager's manager calling me the next day, saying, Ansi, what are you doing?" And I said, "What do you mean?" He says, "Well, you paid for the whole kitchen," and I said, "Well, I mean, you can't match this. You know, everybody knows that you gotta you gotta be able to you know have reasonable uniform appearance." So the guy says, "Well, why don't you just refinish it? Pay to refinish it." And I said, "Hey, I mean, if that's how you feel, you know, put a note in. I'll, I'll write it however you want it." But just for my personal edification, can you explain to me how you refinish a cabinet that's built out of MDF? The answer was, <laughs> don't worry about it. If they come back in with a supplement, we'll think about it at that point. I said, all right. And at that point I was like, okay, I'm gonna come up. Uh, I'm, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> i have become a public adjuster. I'll, I'll go advocate for this person who's clearly, we all know that kids has got to get paid out, but now they have to go through all this brain damage to get what's rightfully there. Yes. So, so you, know, we, you know, we now got about 20 guys that, that work for Ironside, and uh, we're doing this uh, in five different states. Uh, we're probably going to take on another 20 this year. Um, and, uh, you know, just uh, just trying to breach that, really, that trust gap. That's between
0: the, between the homeowners and the insurance companies. Uh, Love it. That's in a nutshell. So with that being said, you know, contractors who are listening, because I I teach contractors how to win government contracts. Mm. I also have a very successful insurance restoration business. Mm. Maybe somebody listening for the first time and they don't know about the insurance industry. How big is it? How lucrative is it? You know, but what are the challenges? What are the pitfalls? What are the mistakes? New contractors. Uh, deal with what should they know
1: yeah i think it's very important to actually at least depending on how your business is set up it's it's very important to actually at least be aware of the the insurance game because uh, the volume is there like it's it's massive and there are a couple of ways to position yourself and again to me it's equally valid depending on uh, how you're wanting to to play the game. Uh, a lot of insurance companies, they have vendor lists uh, that you know somebody's house burns down. Uh, you as a contractor uh, can be appointed to that job and and um, to get to build that job. And it really is not that hard to get into. Uh, a lot of times the way into it is through the water mitigation business. Here, the dynamic is this. Uh, you give up a little bit on your profits. Because you have to play ball with the carrier, uh, they give you certain guidelines. Hey, you're not going to charge us for supervision hours or project management hours, whatever. Uh, you're going to, you know, give that up. But then again, you're going to have the volume. Uh, or in the insurance business, uh, you might get aligned with uh, a water mitigation company, with certain, you know, with plumbers. A lot of plumbers are very savvy uh, to uh, the insurance industry and. Uh, you know that's where a lot of those remodels happen. Um, so you might want to align yourself sort of against the the carriers, uh, the you know players. You come in with a little bit of a higher price point. You're going to incur a little bit more brain damage arguing with them. Uh, but yeah. a lot of the time, <laughs> yes, am I right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's an accurate statement, 100. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna rip your hair out. You're gonna beat your face on a keyboard. You're gonna, you're gonna freaking, oh my god! You're gonna hire somebody just to talk to the insurance company, and and a lot of times that—that's me. And I mean, hey, can you know you're in Florida and you
1: get $1,100 a square on your architectural shingle? I mean, that's a pretty decent price, uh, you know, for just thirty-year roof, right? You know, and and that's not untypical. So, I mean, if you get the lead, drop it to a public adjuster and they'll they'll bang their head against the wall for you. So that is potentially a great way to align yourself again, make sure that there's a give and take in terms of bringing the PA on. I don't care if it's me, uh, frankly, I don't, I don't do roofs, but I mean, you know, it's, it's a great way for you to give up just a tiny bit of that profit uh, to a public adjuster. And then you just build it, you know, they yeah. do the talking; You just build it. everybody specializes. I'm a very big believer in, in, in specialization. Everybody
0: kind of running their own lane. Yeah. I personally am a, a big believer of PAs and and hiring an appraiser and having a litigate, litigator or a lawyer on your team because oh. insurance companies delay, they deny, and they defend. It's it's a it's a fact. They wrote a book on oh, it, and they
1: discourage. That that's the fourth D. They also discourage.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. So I have to impl- implement that into my sales process and teach my homeowners that. So, yes. with with that being said, what are some parallel referral partners? contractors should team up with and get these types of insurance jobs uh
1: so um I'll just go over the the ones that are most typical for me is is plumbers uh and insurance agents I'll probably especially you know highlight plumbers that are really the unsung heroes of, of the insurance industry you know your garbage disposer goes out and you know floods your kitchen or whatever uh, your dishwasher goes out who are you gonna call you're gonna call a plumber and they're going to be always the first responder the beauty of being there right behind the plumber is the fact that uh you you get the control of the the whole claim and the co- whole claim process because uh, a lot of times you know the insurance company if they're the one first ones in there they're going to say oh well it's not that bad so we're just going to dry that in place except there's freaking insulation behind the wall you know you can not try that stuff in place like can we just do this right you know uh this drywall you don't know if there's a shear wall behind you know insurance company they're not going to go over your you know your blueprints to or You know a servpro or you know service master that comes you sent by insurance company. Being the first one on site, knowing your IICRC uh, is is super helpful. So that's the first line where you can, as a contractor, you can where you can insert yourself if you have the water restoration expertise. There's great margins in that because you run your equipment. That's really where where the money is at. But but then besides that, you can align yourself with the water mitigation because a lot of times you have a you have a water restoration. contractor or 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 mitigation company it's just turn and burn like they got these jobs coming in from their plumbers all day every day they're specialized in that if you can uh align yourself with the water mitigation company uh from early on you go see the games together you know you uh, exchange Christmas cards. You're in a really good position to to get these just straightforward jobs. You know, the lower cabinet's already gone. Kitchen is, you know, the bathroom is already half demo. Hey, let's start picking colors, you know.
0: I'm curious about, you know, as a roofing contractor myself that specializes in exterior renovations through tornadoes and hurricanes and, you know, hailstorms, I've never really dove down that path of the water mitigation path. Mm. What would be a resource uh, what, what should course, you know, mastermind, what should a roofer join if they wanted to go down and add that revenue wheel or that division into their business of the water mit? So,
1: so number one is that, I mean, you got to take your courses. IICRC is the, the water mitigation standard uh, that is used throughout the entire country. So that would be the first thing to do. You'd want to make sure that you're, you're a licensed IICRC uh, professional. In terms of masterminds, podcast i'm not the right person straight up i'm not the right person to answer that question just because my entry point is not exactly there i do know that there's a ton of resources ton of podcasts with regards to that and that that's potentially a a a good hookup for for you down the line on this podcast as well because that it really is an awesome entry point and the synergies are massive just
0: just, yeah i know i know roofing contractors that have that vision and you know just like Spring that brings the 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 April showers that bring the May flowers or whatever the saying is. Also, mm. the hail comes. The hail comes every year. Well, just like yeah. that in Texas and other states, when fr- freezes occur, that brings busted pipes and that brings millions, if not tens of or hundreds of millions of dollars in insurance claims. That oh, exactly. That, that that contractor could tap into. And I've never. Oh, read. yeah. And, and I mean, so and, and, and we've down that path.
1: And and your existing book of business, right? You, you have this this line of people, you know, that you have cut over the years and you know how hard is it for you to let all your past clients know by the way we dealt with what's on the outside now we deal with what's on the inside too and you know anyone who was impacted by these rains they're gonna be happy to say well hey uh, i'm actually super stoked because these guys were real professionals with the way that you handled my roof i didn't have to deal with the insurance companies anything now they're actually doing interior damage yeah my aunt over here you know ceiling collapsed because it was built out of plaster we'll, we'll love to deal with that. And next thing you know, you're you're flooring
0: the entire house. You're building them a new kitchen. It's just a, a tag along. Clearly, you know what you're talking about. So now let's dive into a different topic. Let's talk about processes. Let's talk about building business. Let's talk about entrepreneurship. You came here from another country and Finland. you built from Finland and you built a successful business that's now in five states, soon to be 20 more. Uh, I want to know, The processes behind that like how do you get teaming PAs or whatever you do to get claims Mm. in the different states like and try to make it strategic on like a lesson that a contractor could learn because we see in Texas storms in other states and we're like uh I don't know how to do I don't know I don't know how to Mm. stretch my reach over there but maybe you Mm. could share a story that could, could be parallel that a contractor could benefit from. So here's the piece I nag all my
1: contractor friends about is the fact that you are doing too much yourself. I, uh, the very first claim that I ever signed, I knew I was gonna make about 30 grand, you know, running that claim. The first, you know, under my own name, under my own business. And I asked myself the Tim Ferriss question, which is if I had the choice of running this all myself, and making 30 or doing none of the work and making 15, which one would I choose? And I said, yeah, I'll take 15 all day. So literally the very, very first job I ever signed, I called my boy, George and said, who's a, already an existing public adjuster in town? And he's, you know, a solid operator. And I said, hey, George, you want to split this with me? Here's your piece of the action, yada, yada. And we just split it. He did all the work. And I did
0: none. Almost run. I sold the job. And let's go. Dude, that's exactly what I do in government construction contracts. I teach contractors how to win government contracts. They go out and get the contract. And then they say, okay, I don't know how to do all this paperwork. It's really not that hard if you do it a few times. Mm-hmm. And then we break our team and get the job done and we split the profit. And I have a team that handles it all and they make no. money, I make money. And it's so much better than doing it all by yourself.
1: You not try to take it on yourself. And that's that's the iteration. You know, ne- my ne- next guy and the next lesson I would say is, you probably have your existing relationships. Now, I already, say, I already freed up that brain space for myself. I'm eating lunches and dinners and going to games. With people, and I run into one of my old friends and a contractor I used to negotiate against uh, when I was at the insurance companies. And he hears, "Oh, what you're becoming a PA? Well, I want to come work for you." And I say, "Well, what do you think we should do compensation wise?" And he goes, "Well, I've been a straight commission guy all my life." I said, "All right, sounds good to me. Let's do that." So he comes in and starts selling for me. I got a guy who's running the claims, and I got a now I got a guy who's selling. All right, well, I guess I'm gonna go eat more lunch. Uh, So you know that's how the teams starts uh, building up, but now I find myself, I'm still managing because I was a very, very good, and I still am a very, very good op, and I constantly find myself mentors who know more about it, and I ask them the most basic questions uh, of, hey, what do you do you know, with the insurance company if uh, you had built-in oak cabinets uh, that technically can be matched with relative ease, but you still have to argue for the top cap? What are you going to do in, in that situation? And I have my ways of dealing with it, but just to hear what somebody else is doing. So, so there's the, the lesson of, of continuing to learn and you cannot do that if you're totally sapped by trying to do it all yourself. No way. With other
0: states, cause you told me you're two boys, you're two, you're two guys. But how did hmm. you get out to, how did you get out to Washington? How'd you get out to Missouri? How'd you get out to Florida? Like what were the processes, the strategy, the techniques that branched your arms out? Eating lunch again. It was eating lunch, playing poker. I mean, what? It's the relationships, right? You know,
1: I was at a lunch with a with a real estate investor right here in Pasadena. And then he says, oh, by the way, uh, a buddy of mine is in trouble. He's in Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. And, um, you know, he just had a burn. And I, you know, I sort of said, oh, okay, well, no license there, but I should look probably talk to the guy so I can put him in the right direction. So I talked to the brother and, and, He's way over his head, and uh, so then I say, "Well, to me it seems like I should probably run this." In full disclosure, I'm not licensed yet, but it's really not you getting into trouble for that. It's me, uh, if if anything, uh, and if if it ever you know comes to that, I I have my ways of dealing with it. And you probably just partnered with somebody and like split it or whatever. Exactly. Again, just split it. Uh, so then I I took on the job. There is 100 200 grand of revenue in that job. So yeah, if I need to walk into it a little. But you know, getting the permitting and all that, you know, run into it and start pulling those, that paperwork together on the backside. And if you end up in trouble, Hey, you got to respect that and be willing to take the consequences.
0: And yeah, with great, with great reward, with great reward, you have to be willing Mm. to take risks. Nothing great in life comes easily you have to grind for it you have to take the shot in order to get the reward. yeah i mean what's an expensive lesson that you learned tell us the story
1: um, and tell us the lesson uh, uh contracting industry cutting corners you sometimes run into to jobs that you should not take a shady plumber plums uh elderly woman's house who happens from a uh, happens to be from an ethnic minority. And, uh, turns out I had not done my due diligence in terms of their, you know, plumbing invoices, uh, the exact causes of loss. And, um, long story short, I end up paying for their whole because their, their insurance claim gets, you know, gets denied, gets dragged into all kinds of, you know, investigations. And the optics are just awful at that point. And I haven't done my due diligence in terms of, you know, if I should have taken that job or not, on me. So I said, "Look, man, let's just walk away from this. I'll pay for your remodel, and and we'll walk away." So that was a good forty thousand dollar lesson, and set me back a little bit in quarter one last year.
0: You gotta have them. You gotta have them. Sometimes we win, and sometimes we learn. And you know, now now you know yeah. of what not to do. And you gotta yeah. straight. You gotta play it straight with insurance. You companies. gotta play it straight, and 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 it, it's 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 within the
1: vein of what we just talked about. Like, yeah, sometimes you back when you have have speed, you end up backing over with some roses, and uh, you you kind of have a have to have mentally the you know the sort of margin uh, at the back of your mind of. And uh, I, I I definitely have a stupid fund, you know, in in my business, uh, and it's uh, it, money to me. Money is just speed. <laughs> you know in the sense that it makes it helps you move move quickly
0: how are you cap, capitalizing on the florida situation and helping homeowners out there like you said money is speed that is so true it's mm-hmm. first person to go you know sign the deal it, it's all about speed well how are you how did how did you capitalize on the recent i straight up did it so i have a lot of my boys who
1: are still in the independent adjusting world and uh you know they were running into public adjusters on twenty thirty forty thousand dollar jobs. My average shop size is probably over a hundred grand um and in Florida especially the uh the public insurance uh, public adjuster industry is so much more it's actually yeah. in uh, it's fairly regulated and it's fairly saturated yeah so I' do, we just decided oh we can hurry and scurry get into it stick to our core competency here in uh in to to where we are uh obviously an amazing opportunity if you are set up to deploy like that uh I was probably two three months late uh to where I could have scrambled to make it happen but I just straight up didn't and I can, I think that's the lesson is that even if there is a great opportunity you know sometimes you don't take it and I don't regret it
0: Good for you, man. Man, this has been fun. And see Dilzani with Ironside Claims dropping bombs over here, talking about the insurance industry, talking about parallel partners, and how you should always be seeking those partners who can refer you business, and also talking about the benefits of having a qualified public adjuster work with you. And see if somebody wants to get a hold of you, and they, you know, they have claims in the states so that you do business in. How can they reach out to you? Uh, at
1: ironsideclaims.com is my email address. C uh, spelled a n s s i, Ironside Claims. Uh, claims plural. Yeah, hit me up. I'd love to hear hear what's going on in your situation. I'll I can have I, I can take a look at it myself. how have one of my guys take a look at it. You know, a lot of times it's uh it's it's a just re- a relief to get it straight. You know, because sometimes you bang at your head against the wall. You're dealing with a mold issue you're dealing with the denial just run it by me uh and i'll tell you if if you actually have a claim yeah, or if you don't because sometimes you know you you just you just need to know from somebody who knows for sure if if this makes any sense so just did for did that for for a buddy over in new jersey and i was like oh man well, am i having to get licensed now in new jersey too i looked into his claim and i said dude you don't have a wing created opening we can you know we're not going to start making stuff up right here uh you're just going to come out of pocket and replace that flat roof right now
0: amen well if you ever need anything regarding roofing let me know i have a network of contractors that specialize in insurance claims all around Mm -hmm. america um i'd love to be a resource to you on that but with that being said i'll also if i come across uh water mitigation kind of deals also keep you in my network uh see thanks for being on the real construction owners podcast today brothers thanks justin Hey, I hope you enjoyed that podcast today. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a comment down below. Remember, we do have a six-day free training on how to win highly profitable government construction contracts, which you can access through the link down below, or you can go to federalconstructionuniversity.com. Again, the link is down below. In addition, we have the brand new book, Federal Construction Contracts Simplified. It's going to provide you strategies that'll help you grow your construction company efficiently into an eight-figure business. You'll learn shortcuts to increase your profits and revenue by winning government construction contracts immediately. So if that interests you, click on the link in the description down below or go to federalconstructionuniversity.com. Thank you for watching, and I'll see you in the next episode.